Usual vault rules apply. Touch not, lest ye be touched. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mitch's got the grooviest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here will you choose. Even a superhero fight club will be usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my was power, Earth 2 with features. And either listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comic facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Benty. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks first, Mr. P. Features. Hello, internets. And then there's Mauer. Beep you. Oh, you are tired. Woo, you heard that. We will get into why we're tired on Friday. Well, I, I have. Oh, hold on. I have to stop us for just a second and just acknowledge the fact that Baby Huey is in the room, although he's probably not going to be on the microphone. But Baby Huey's here. I am here. He told me not to bring him up. So what's I'm going on, Baby Huey? Yeah. What's going on? No, see, what's, going going on? Going on? Say, yeah. what's going on? 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 You ruined Huey. my plan. What's I know. Going I, on? My favorite is that we'll just keep that going. What's for a going while. on? <laughs> All right. If you're new around here, it is the Wednesday show, and that's where we talk about the news. The new news. Mm, so good. We got plenty of things to talk about because stories are finally starting to roll in. We did get our first look at the three Jokers. Boo. <laughs> what's, okay, what's the next thing? Features. <laughs> uh, we're getting uh, Boba Fett in The Mandalorian. And Yay. I'm going to break it here right now. Swamp Thing's coming back to TV. We're getting more Swamp Thing. Just with a lot less money. All right. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's talk comics first like we always do. And I did not put this story in the note, and I don't know what it means. So I'm going to pass this over to my man, Features. Okay. So uh, it's typically uh, Darkseid rebooting the Justice League, possibly the DC Universe. Um, so is it, and this is in which book? The Odyssey one? Yes. It's in Justice League Odyssey. It'll be issue 20. Um, the premise behind it is uh, Epoch, who is pretty much the Lord of Time, has created a device called the Revision Mechanism. Um, and what he's planning to do with the device is essentially go back and erase dark side from history. Okay. Which seems like a pretty solid plan, right? Except no. that <laughs> you I mean, you know, dark side it's actually dark, it's dark side. sees the whole thing coming to fruition. So that's that's never good. So um since and th- keep in mind this is a little bit of spoiler territory right here, but dark side Oh, I think we we got that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to say that before you, you give the spoiler? <laughs> because we always say spoiler alert ahead of time, right? The safety tips are at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and this is uh, not even Darkseid by himself. He's no. got Starfire, Cyborg, and Azrael as his, his pawns, if you will. Are they still like gods? I haven't kept up with Odyssey since, I what, the third issue? <laughs> Neither Remember have I, that but it will be... Weren't they going to be... 
weren't they going to be gods? Like, wasn't there a whole storyline where they all became gods for different reasons? Yeah, they 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 were the uh, re- reincarnations of the older gods. Yeah, that's right. Is it just me, or does this book seem way more entertaining in concept? I I think it it is more entertaining in concept. <laughs> I think I think uh, more exploration in using dark side is probably what's making it more entertaining because there's so many places you can go. Isn't this in space too? More than yes. likely. It's all over the place. This is this is the it's, one where Darkseid forms his version of the Justice League. And yeah, it's a cool idea. It's a really cool and idea. And it's a cool team, but I just hate space books. Except for Space Knight for some reason. Because <laughs> that was so good. I don't know why. And Cosmic Ghost Rider. I, uh, you don't like I Cosmic like the Ghost character. Rider? I wow. did like the character until he stepped to my boy, and now he's dead to me. So what is this? What is this uh, this device that he's trying to get? Like, what's the point? How is how is he rebooting the universe? So the device will give the uh, controller uh, complete mastery of the flow of time. So, <laughs> oh. needless to say, so, in the wrong hands, just a little power. I don't. I don't want to make another Doctor Strange joke, <laughs> but um, <laughs> that sounds like the Time Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, is, that, I mean, is that right? Speaking of time, let's move past this. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So wait, so DC's copying the time stone, and they're also copying going back and killing, like, uh, Thanos? Let's not do the whole they're copying, because let's not play that game, because <laughs> that, that could take forever, and it's on both sides. Let's... It's, it's not a stone. It's a mechanism. It's, and it's flattery. Let's move on. <laughs> Moving on, good sir. Let's go. Let's move on. So uh, we did get our official first look at the Three Jokers book, which does have uh, Red Hood, Batman, and Batgirl. Yes, they look, they look a lot like raccoons. They look a lot like raccoons. There is a raccoon in the book. Um, so the, the, for the couple pages that we got had the three of them going through. It looked like an aquarium, and we find out that Batman has a flashlight in his logo, which is weird it's like it's it makes a lot of sense oddly but it's still weird to see him do it uh and then we also saw the joker fishes make a return back in the neil adam era uh when he uh, they it's they they look more gruesome than that one did because that was more goofy but it does seem like the joke that's one of the three jokers that we're gonna get is that back to the crazy sadistic yet really goofy neil adams version of the character that seems to be the one that we got in these three pages well, they did say that they're going to use this story to explain why the Joker has changed so much over the years and address that. So we're going to see all the different iterations, if you will, of it. Um, I'm excited for this book. I know a lot of people are crapping on it and, no, oh, we don't need three Jokers. But that character has been around for so long and it's never truly been turned on its head. It's always just been Joker. He's been darker. He's been sillier. But it's still been the Joker. This is turning everything you know in on itself, and it could be done really well. What, what story was that where, the, where it was pretty much the Joker was like there throughout the course of Gotham's history? Oh, is that back when he was an immortal? That, yeah. that, that what you're talking about? That was dumb. We don't need Doesn't that tie into this, still? It might. It probably will. My hope is that Jeff John fixes it. My guess is that is some of the reason that this book is taking longer is to fix some weird Joker plot threads. That's probably one. This is this seems to me like a brighter day almost kind of. Right, shortly was, after the meteorite that gave, uh, what's it, uh, Vandal Savage his power, 
also gave Joker the power. Shortly oh, yeah. after that storyline is when they started hinting at the three Jokers, and then we got that not much longer after it. That was Batman Endgame. Was that, the, uh, uh, Endgame? Yeah. yeah. What's going I, on, I, Huey? I don't know. I don't know. Moving on. Uh, I'm excited for it because, again, it's Jeff Johns, and he very rarely does this wrong. Um, apparently... <laughs> He's just uh, a jerk he, to work with. I, apparently, he's a jerk to work with. That's a, I keep hearing that recently. It doesn't seem that way. Uh, I mean, it's kind of disheartening to 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 hear that for me because you know I've been a Jeff Johns fan for such a while, for such a good uh, long time now. But whatever. Uh, let's talk about some TV news because we didn't. I mean, obviously, COVID comic industry is opening back up soon. We'll probably have more comic news, uh, you know, in the coming weeks. But right now, that's about all we got. But we got we're, plenty of TV and movies. So we're gonna have to cross state line to get it though. Had to cross state line to get it. That's true. Uh, so here's a weird one. Uh, the title of the article is here nor there, which is DC is considering a Titan spinoff. But the fact that the DC universe is still making shows, I think, is the most interesting thing. Somebody, one of the employees at the DC universe, believes that they're going to be around at least for two more years because "quote unquote" commitment and funding is already there. So apparently, because they have the funding for at least two more years, they want to do a couple more shows because they can move those shows off to other networks. I have a feeling like everyone's picking them clean except for Titans. Well, and I have a feeling as well that the HBO Max is going to allow this to happen to kind of feed and advertise for once they are truly rocking and rolling. They'll be pulling what they want over and it's already got a built-in fan base. So let DC, while it already has money, you know tagged for new shows let them do their thing then absorb them into the other networks and go from there it's a good plan you know we had talked about when the dc universe rolled out that it probably wasn't going to be long for this earth just the way that it was structured and it looks like that's coming to fruition not for a couple years though and i mean although it is sad like i just saw that uh, sci-fi is taking over or at least picking up uh harley quinn which I don't think it's going to survive well on sci-fi at all because it's such an adult show. Well, like they're they're not going to be able to do all the things that yeah, they do on that show. Yeah, they can. More and more networks are breaking the unwritten rules. You're the allowed F-bombs? to the f bombs. The f bomb rules. Are, that's it's a not a rule for cable TV. It never has been. Mm. You're allowed to drop f bombs. It's just people didn't because of advertisers. And as of recently, more and more networks have been letting f bombs slip and go through and go edgier, and they haven't lost any advertising money. So this now allows cable television that aren't paid channels to get some of that profit. Interesting. Got to blame or thank HBO for that, I think. Well, no, not HBO. Everybody was not doing it because of HBO. Who was the show that recently started doing it? Uh, I was just watching Deadpool uh, at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon on a Thursday, and he had all the F-bombs in there. (laughs) Well, I mean, I mean, I remember when South Park said shit for the first time, and that was such a big deal because like they said it went 30 some odd times on the show or something like that. I'm probably butchering that number, but I remember there was a counter for every time they, they actually said it. But all right, it's here nor there. We're, we're probably getting more Titans uh, shows coming, uh, but it still seems like the DC Universe is just getting picked clean. Uh, moving on from there, let's go in uh, to some of the Mandalorian news. Well, before I'm not a- not even going to try saying this guy's name. What's up? I was going to say, let's go with one thing that was picked clean from the DC universe. Okay. We've got Swamp Thing coming back to TV. In the, where to? Where do you think? The CW. They are the Lady Liberty of forgotten comic book television. They'll take our huddled masses, our poor, yearning to be free. Um, 
it looks like because some of their shows did get frozen <laughs> that this will be a filler season while they have to make up for COVID and put this in its place. So they're going to air the first season. Who knows how they're going to air it? Um, because they are not a cable network. They're a terrestrial network. So they do have to follow the FCC guidelines. So we'll see what happens. There's going to be a big drop off from that first season in there. I don't think they're going to do wise. I don't think we're going to get more swamp thing from that. I think they don't say that. Don't say that. Cause that, cause this is the closest we're going to get to Constantine and swamp thing together. I don't want to hear your negativity, Mauer. (laughs) Oh, he's right. Stay positive. You know, you want that just like I do. I think we're going to get a new swamp thing after the flashpoint or the, after the crisis. So we'll get a different iteration of Swamp Thing. We will not get this Swamp Thing. I don't think they can afford this Swamp Thing. DC couldn't afford this Swamp no. Thing. I don't think CW is. <laughs> so I have a feeling they might do like a sizzle at the end of the season finale that lines it up with Final Crisis. Well, they and showed them in Crisis. Yeah, but they might. Planets to die in Crisis. Yeah, they might show what happened to him now. It shows our new so Swamp he, Thing. So he's just going to also we're going to find out that there's a Swamp Thing in the actual Arrowverse. Yes. That's what's going to happen. And it's, and it's, oh, you know, that costume's going to be. They did us right with King Shark. Hush. I'm not telling you to hush. I'm just reminding you of hush. They didn't do us right there. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Let's, uh, so going into, uh, going into the Mandalorian. Um, I, I, anybody want to take a shot at this guy's name? Timaru? Timura? Timura? Timura. Timura Morrison? Tamura. Tamura Morrison. I'm gonna I'm butchering it. See, Gail got it. Um anyway, that is the dude who played Django Fett. Who's so Django if Fett? Rem- if you remember back in uh, Django? the or, the prequels, Unchained. we got the the guy who was the uh the uh, father of the clones, you want to call him? Uh, the donor of the clones. The I don't know. The donor of genetic material. Uh he actually there's a great game called Bounty Hunter, which was the story of Django Fett and how he got that role, which is an awesome game. Uh but he is all of the clones in Star Wars. So you've got the guy who played Django Fett and all also the voice and face of all the clones is now coming back to reprise the role of Boba Fett, who was that the child clone that uh, Django kept with him that didn't go through the same aging process that the rest, uh, as well as he's coming back to play Rex, who, because I'm watching the Clone Wars now, I know who that is and is awesome. I never thought I'd care about a stormtrooper, but dude, Rex is amazing. I'm very excited to get that character in the Mandalorian. So apparently Boba Fett's going to be big. Question. In season three and a small role in season two. What's up? Do they take away the behavior and mental modifications of the clones? What do you mean? Like, if he's a special character in the Clone Wars, like, weren't all the clones they're clones, so they're all like the same person? Or do they get well, personalities? They all get, at, they do get personalities. Yeah, they, well, they get a, 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 a set base and then they kind of evolve and become their own. Okay. They, right? they, go, so they, they go through training. Like, and, yeah, they, well, yeah. And they all they do have like loyalty things that are implanted because I I haven't gotten to that part of the show. Baby Huey, maybe you have, or I don't know. Did you finish Clone Wars, Baby Huey? Uh, <laughs> technically, I mean, I watched the series finale. All I'm right, in, oh, I'm in oh season, so no, I'm in okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, from what I understand, the show will eventually get into the idea of the clones being forced to serve all that stuff because they have these the you know they have loyalty implants or i don't know what it's called i don't know i'm not there i'm only on season two so don't spoil it but let's uh they rolled let's, a nine uh, on their die 
And I'm glad Baby Huey's here because I kind of want him to take over on the next one because I, since I'm not far enough, I don't really know who this other character is that Katie Sackhoff is going to be playing in Mandalorian Season 2. You're in Season 2 of Clone Wars, you said? So you'll be seeing her soon. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, What's the name? Uh, yeah. Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan, there we go. Bo- Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. Like country. Bo-Katan. Uh, she is from she is from the planet of uh, Mandalore from the Mandalorians. Uh, she's basically in the Clone Wars. She was like a general, so not much more than that. All right. So we'll we'll get yeah. a little more explanation on her when. Well, I love that Katie Sackhoff is playing from um uh what was her show? Big not Bang Babylon. Theory. She was in Big Bang Theory. Chick um, in the bathroom. It's not Babylon Five. What the hell is it? It's the it's Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica. I only watched a couple of episodes with an ex girlfriend. Um, but she is she's great in that for what I saw. So I'm um, you know, I like Katie Sackhoff, so I'm glad she's gonna be in it. She was funny in Big Bang Theory. She was funny in Big Bang Theory, that is true. Uh all right, so after that, what is this? Superman and Lois cast a new villain? What is this for the Superman and Lois show? Yeah, for the new uh the CW Superman and Lois show. Uh it cast a new villain. They doesn't have a set name yet. It's just going by the stranger. Um, and his sole purpose is to prove that the world doesn't need Superman. Hmm. Sounds like something before. I wonder if they're going to use this and then do a bait and switch at the end and make it somebody like Martian Manhunter or something, even though he already exists. Why is it not Phantom Stranger? Ooh. It's the Phantom, isn't it the Phantom Stranger? I mean, the Phantom Stranger I don't know is a bad guy, nor do I know him trying to convince the world that Superman's not necessary, but isn't the Phantom Stranger like this all-powerful being of DC? I mean, I'm, if I'm a little outside question? of my element here. What if it's the question? It's not the question. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, not the, not the question. it's not the question. Why um, can't it be the question? But I know the Phantom Stranger, when it, especially when it comes to, like, cosmic events, and, I mean, the, the Phantom Stranger is one of those characters that's, it's a DC, like... Uh, like who's a good Marvel equivalent? I would. I mean, I don't want to say like uh, the deities of the universe because it's not that degree, but it's not far. Yeah, he just kind of persuades yeah. people, and he's wildly powerful, from what I understand. Again, didn't read a lot of Phantom Stranger, so I don't want to act like a, 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 a I'm a, an authority here. I'm kind of excited for this Superman and Lois show, just because I was such a fan of Lois and Clark that I want to see more Superman, and I don't feel like CW has done Superman poorly. I think there's lots of room there for them to demonstrate that they can do Superman well. Um, and I think in the crossovers, they've portrayed him extremely well. So, we'll see. Ha! The Phantom Stranger, this, this goes into your, your whole thing, Mauer. The Phantom Stranger made his first live appearance in 2019's television series Swamp Thing. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Hmm. And, and the stranger was just cast in the Superman Lois show in the same universe. Hmm. So. Mike drop Mauer. <laughs> Back again. All right. Uh, this one, next bit of news is pretty quick. I just know there's a lot of fans for this comic, but Jeff Lemire's Sweet Tooth uh, officially got picked up on Netflix. What's up? Is that from that car game, Twisted Metal? No, that's that what I was not, thinking. That is not that's who that is. It's nowhere close. Oh. This I, I've never oh. actually read this book. It does seem like a me kind of book. It's a post-apocalyptic story that has 
uh, like a the main character is like a, a it almost looks like a boy with deer like features. Uh, and as he's traveling the world, he comes across other people who have animal esque features. Uh, but it is a post apocalyptic story, so the idea of merging those is intriguing to me. It's something that I I, I would pick that up. Uh, but it's been in development hell over at Hulu for a very long time. It's officially been dropped and picked up by Netflix for an eight-episode uh, series. So be on the lookout for that if you are a Sweet Tooth fan. Uh, and if you are, put in the comments. Let me know why I should read it. Oh, dear. Uh, well, I get what you did there. You clever <laughs> SOB. All right, All right, let's get into the movies. What's going on um, with the Man of Tomorrow? So if you watched the latest DC movie, the... What's it? Apocalypse War? Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, in the special features, they give you a trailer and kind of a behind-the-scenes sneak peek of Superman Man of Tomorrow. Um, you've got new voice cast. Uh, the only one that stood out, there was two. Zachary Quinto. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays Lex Luthor from really? Heroes. And then you have Alexandria Daddario. Um, she was from the per, uh, Percy Jackson movies. She was in that movie with The Rock, San Andreas. Um, you would know her because she's got like crystal blue eyes. And, you know, she's a pretty well-known actress. She's playing Lois Lane. It's a take on Superman's origin stories that they are trying to make new and refreshing, but also harken back to it. The only thing that I didn't like about it, it almost has the Archer-esque animation style. Uh, so when they're like in the Daily Planet talking, it looks like Archer. But then I when I, I gotta watch that because that doesn't. How does that mesh? The, the animation's got like thick black outlines around them, right? So, but then well, when they're it, outside fighting, it doesn't look like they have those thick black outlines. So I don't know if they're using it as a stylistic differential from when Superman, Superman. Well, we're gonna talk about this more on the Saturday or Friday show. Excuse me. Um, because we're going to do a, a review of uh, Apocalypse War, but one of the cre- one of the uh, writers for Apocalypse War was kind of teasing what the future would be, and he was saying that don't don't look at Apocalypse War as an end; look at it as a, as a beginning of something new. So maybe if it would make sense that Man of Tomorrow would be the beginning of something new. So maybe this is the animation style moving forward. We shall see. Um, right. Batman news because you can't say Superman without Batman. Uh, the, the loser that is portraying Batman. Oh, stop it! Was asked how his quarantine. You uh, can say his name. Man. Is doing if he's. You won't speak his name. Not in the vein of Batman. If he was keeping up with his diet and uh, workout re- regime, and he was like, "No, I'm not working out. I refuse to work out. I don't want to be part of the problem. I don't want to set that precedent that." Uh, actors have to get into these ridiculous, uh, unrealistic body images to portray a role. He's like, I'm kind of paying attention to my diet, but I'm not lifting a single weight. And then he goes, yeah, when I was doing Twilight, they wanted me to do it. Then they asked me to take my shirt off for a scene and then immediately told me to put my shirt back on. He's like, so I'm just going to be me and that's all that's going to happen. I mean, it it is Batman year one, but still to me, Batman has gone through so much training before that point that he's not going to look like Robert Pattinson. No, he's going to look more like Christian Bale did. Yes. Christian, and if we remember what Christian Bale went through. <laughs> when he first um, started and he was a bear of a character, like, I don't know. I was getting excited for this movie. And then I read this and it knocked the wind out of my sails 
because it doesn't seem like he even cares about the role. That yeah, that, and that's does how it seems like it comes across. It comes across as you know, like take Henry Cavill for example. Henry Cavill refused to put on a bodysuit because he he said, "quote unquote, if I'm gonna play Superman, I need to earn the role." Respect. Like uh, yeah, uh, that's I feel like that comes with the territory. Look at look at Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Hugh Jackman, that poor man. For all of the movies that he was in, I mean, poor man, he's not a poor man after those movies. Um, <laughs> no, but he collapsed on set for that role. Because well, I, I'm not saying that that's a good thing, but I, I that dedication to that role that he did, I don't see, I don't see that as a negative. I don't. He had three different, uh, three different workout regimens for uh, those Wolverine movies. Yeah, the, like every time he, he was always something different, and it was just different shape. Every time. So, like, when he said he didn't want to pick up the role anymore because he didn't want to do that diet, I, I mean, in my head, I'm like, it's like, yeah, you you earned it. You don't got to. You're good. <laughs> Take a break. Yeah, he you, doesn't want to murder that many chickens anymore. You put your time in. You're you're. <laughs> that's fine. I I don't know. I don't know. I've I've never heard of an actor saying that they that this this is the precedent. And I get like, I get the the, the thought process behind it. It just comes off like like a. Like disrespect to the Batman role. That's what it comes across as. It's very disrespectful. I, it, it, yeah, it seems disrespectful to the whole the whole character, even like to the the creators and everything. Like we we look at these characters and kind of in 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 a way as a kid, you kind of like you know in that mindset, you kind of idolize or think about yourself in those means. You like, I want to grow up. I want to be like this character. I want to be in this kind of shape. You know, it's not until you get older we realize like that might not be the best thing sometimes or even possible particular. Yeah, so for- let's not give him any more time. <laughs> let's move on from there. All right, what's going Total on uh, Ant-Man 3? All right. <laughs> what's going on with it? I just see Michael Douglas teased it. What'd he do? So he said uh, to hang on. He can't talk about it because of the Marvel guys. They'll shoot me if with a blowgun. But I think you got to hang tight because there's going to might be some information coming out pretty soon, but I can't tell you. That is definitely a tease um, in every sense of the word. And you know, Michael Douglas, he's kind of a, a badass. So he's probably like, I want to tell you that's his way of walking the line. I have a feeling that's a property they don't have to keep many secrets on. So it would be good for them to kind of keep some of the MCU energy up, kind of slip a few things out for that while we're going through this big pause. I just saw that one of these articles coming up is about the uh, the God of War uh, di- uh, design director did Ironheart's MCU live action look. Wow. Yes. I didn't so like. Th- I I don't really like that design of the the initial Ooh. Ironheart character, but wow, he killed that. You, you gotta see. You saw it. Yeah, he killed that. Whew. Yeah. I, I want to see that on screen. I, yeah. I'm not even going to lie to you. Well, it's such a good mix of the two versions of the of the costume because it still has that traditional Iron Man look. But remember when they were trying to differentiate her as uh, from just an Iron Man knockoff where they gave her like the, the yeah. little bit of pink in the costume and they, she got like that butterfly kind of version of um, the arc reactor. Uh, yes. This is a nice mix of the two. This is dope. This is really cool. Looks like rescue. Uh, Kind of. You know, just darker. Kind of so, looks like Rescue. It's really cool. I'll, I mean, I would see that. I'll take it. I would see that. Will you? Yes. Is there, <laughs> yes, I will. Before, before my hype for the, the costume took over, I cut you off, Features. What was going on? 
Oh, he forgets okay. what he was going to say. Did you forget? Did you, did you lose it? Yeah. I lost it. <laughs> did he ever have it? <laughs> That's a fair question. That's a fair <laughs> question. Uh, all right. Yeah, so well, we've, we've got a lot of news coming up for the next few weeks. We promise that the lack of news this week will be repaid next week with something more special than we've ever brought the Firesiders before. You know what? I'll, I'm going to double that one. Um, an insight, if you will, into an influential piece. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Just stop it there. It's, it's, a, it's a, yeah, it was great. That's what it was. You'll hear about it in a week. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out. Marvel's got the blowguns. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> Menti, do that thing. A little early. You can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside at your social media of choice. Um, just Fireside Crew on Twitter. But again, Welcome to Fireside.com is the easiest place to go. If you like the show, do us a favor. Comment, like, rate, subscribe. It all goes a long way. We truly appreciate all the support. Once again, I am Menti. I am Features. And I am Mr. Mauer. Don't forget to go to BeepYouMenti.com. <laughs> For Why a good bringing, time. Why are we bringing that back? Because <laughs> I still own it. It never left. <laughs> it's always been there. BeepYouMenti.com. And then definitely check us out uh, next, uh, excuse me, check us out on Friday for a review of Apocalypse War. So if you haven't seen it yet, watch it now. Get yourself ready for Friday. Full of spoilers. Full of spoilers. Oh, yeah. Spoilers galore. I'm not, I'm not holding back. You had plenty of time. I'm not holding back anything. Yeah, you had like four days. <laughs> that's, that's more and than And it's not enough. like you're leaving your house. <laughs> Alright, on that note Wash your hands, stay safe, deuces Deuces Excelsior Deuces What's going on? Deuces 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 Excelsior. Deuces, <laughs> <laughs>